Welcome to the Purpose Powered Entrepreneurs Podcast, a show about how to succeed in business while creating a balanced and healthy life. I'm Ashlyn Cubison, an entrepreneur who went from successful real estate broker to published author, all while running three businesses. And I'm Lindsay Young, the founder of Lindsay Lives Well, a holistic nutrition and lifestyle brand, NSCA strength and conditioning specialist, and ITN nutrition coach. If you're an ambitious dreamer, get ready for some simple and actionable strategies. Purpose Powered Entrepreneurs is brought to you in partnership with Speak Studios and Speak Boise. Speak Boise is a community-driven studio space where voices from all walks of life can speak and be heard. You can find them on Instagram and Facebook at Speak Studios, Speak Boise, and at their website, speakstudios.com. Speak Studios, speak and be heard. This podcast is also brought to you by Instant Imprints. Promote better with Instant Imprints. Instant Imprints are Boise's visual communications experts and your place for everything you need to promote your business, club, school, or group. As a locally owned business, Instant Imprints specializes in making your organization more visible with custom branded apparel, embroidery, promotional items, print services, and wide format printing for signs as well as banners and vehicle graphics. Want better ways to get noticed? Visit Instant Imprints at instantimprints.com slash Boise or call 208-IMPRINT. That's 208-467-7468. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Purpose Powered Entrepreneurs Podcast. I have really good news for you guys. Lindsay is back in the studio with me. So excited to be back. <laughs> um, and we are excited because we have a very special guest with us here today, um, who is a friend of mine and one of my coaches who's made a huge impact in my life, Kara Rice. Kara's gone from selling $47 detoxes to anyone who would work with her to sustaining a six-figure year coaching business for over five years now with a combination of premium one-to-one coaching masterminds, and retreats. She's also the founder of the Mind Surgery Method, NLP coaching certification, where she helps coaches and wellness practitioners upgrade their coaching toolbox with subconscious reprogramming techniques that create lasting change at an identity level. From getting on video for the first time, launching their signature programs, signing their very first paying clients to creating 5K, 10K, and even 35K plus months, Nothing makes Kara happier than to support someone to overcome their limiting beliefs so they can step into their next level of impact and income as a coach. And as I mentioned, I have worked with Kara several times over the last, I was thinking about this, like probably five or six years, right? Mm -hmm. And when I look back at my coaching business and my transition from leaving my full-time job and now doing this, what I love full-time, um, like Kara has been there for every single one of those big leaps that I've made. Like I can't think about my business without thinking about Kara. So um, I'm so excited to be able to share her now with the Purpose Powered Entrepreneurs podcast. Well, thank you so much for having me. It is such an honor to be here. And just like you said, I have witnessed you in all your leaps. It is so, so exciting to see your growth and where you are now. And I'm just, like I said, I'm just honored to, to be here and to be interviewed by you today. 
So fun. So introduce yourself a little bit to our audience. Tell like in your own words, what it is that you do. Like what's your business like from a day-to-day basis right now? Mm. So it has shifted recently in the, in the last year since I have launched the mind surgery method. I currently, what I do is I host a NLP certification program where I help some experience, but mostly early stage coaches, wellness practitioners add these NLP techniques into their coaching programs and packages and into their practice so that they can really support their clients to get lasting results. So what I, how I see it is that these techniques help bridge the gap between the the plan or the strategy that you give the client and them actually getting results. So we help them with these tools and techniques. We can help our clients overcome limiting beliefs, major negative emotions, sabotaging behaviors and patterns that could potentially get in the way of your clients getting results in your coaching program. So that has been the biggest shift in my business in the last year or so I've launched this certification. And so that's my main thing that I run right now, but I also have still have my higher level mastermind called the six figure mindset coach mastermind. And now that is exclusively for NLP trained coaches. So that has been a bit of a shift since we initially worked together in the beginning, I was primarily working with fellow nutrition coaches, nutritionists, wellness practitioners, but it's really morphed in the last year with this focus on NLP. So cool. And it's been fun to watch your business evolve and progress. And you're one of those people that whenever I see you like take that next level and succeed, I'm like cheering you on. I'm always so happy to see you succeed. Um, Can you tell us, so, I mean, the reason when I thought of, okay, it's important as business owners that we are investing in ourselves, we're investing in our business and that we're, we're hiring people to help us get to that next level. Um, And I love the story of you as you initially left your corporate job and like went out on your own. Can you tell us that story of what that was like for you? Yes. So (laughs) it's, it's not a short story, so I will try and condense it as much as possible, refine it a little bit. Um, But the, the, maybe the, well, it's funny to me now, but I didn't actually choose to leave my job. I got fired and not laid off, like actually fired fired from my last full-time project management job. So um, I, my original career was in advertising. I started as a copywriter and it kind of morphed into project management. And so in 2014, I'm actually approaching my seven-year fire anniversary on Friday. (laughs) I love that you named it that. We should celebrate it. (laughs) Yeah, I do. I celebrate it every year. So I was, it was 2014. October 8th, 2014, you can picture it now. I'm sitting at my desk and leading up to this, I had tried several times to get my nutrition coaching business going. So if we really rewind the tape back to 2009, that's when I went back to school to become a nutritionist. And so at that point I had already worked in advertising for several years and I had all my own health issues and all this stuff going on. I had a major surgery. And in that time that I was recovering from surgery, I was exploring like what actually happened to my body? Why, why did this happen to me? And I stumbled across holistic nutrition. And so I had actually gone back to school. I'd left advertising in 2009 and went back to school full-time for a year to become a holistic nutritionist, graduated from that program and had the startling realization that that would mean I would need to become an entrepreneur unless I wanted to go work in a clinic and make no money. And I just, 
I was deer in headlights. I was like, I have no idea how to be an entrepreneur. I'm a mega introvert. I don't like, what's this whole online thing? 2009, it was, you know, there was no, I don't even think Instagram was around. It was just Facebook. I was like, I don't think I can do it. So I went back to advertising. And so I tried several times in that period of um, 2010, after I had graduated to 2014 to get my nutrition business going. And I was doing some ghostwriting for other nutritionists and just some side projects. I was selling these detoxes, <laughs> these $47 detoxes and, you know, trying to sell supplements. I got involved in network marketing and a few things and just nothing was really working for me. So I ended up in this full-time job in 2014 that was supposed to be the best paying job I ever had. They had promised me all this and international travel. I was supposed to travel one one week a month to Europe. And I was like, ooh, well, maybe this is the job that will, you know, satisfy me and make me happy. And I can just give up on my dream of being an entrepreneur and having this nutrition business. And so I accepted that job in July of 2014. And I very quickly realized that they weren't sending me anywhere. They, it was going to be nine months before I got to go anywhere. And I was so mad. And I spent every day sitting at my desk, mapping out my plan for how I was going to escape this job. And about three days before my three month probation at this job, and I had just signed a lease on a brand new condo that I got approved for based on that salary. And I was sitting there at my desk, filling out an application to work with a business coach because I thought, okay, well, I'm going to have to hire a business coach. If I want out of this job, I got to do it right this time. And I was sitting there filling out an application to work with a business coach who lived in Australia. And I got tapped on the shoulder by one of the bosses and called into his office and I got fired on the spot. And it was the best thing to ever happen to me because that exact morning I had asked, I was doing some journaling. I was like, I was like, I just need to draw a line in the sand. And so that was the line in the sand for me. So, I mean, I was, I was, I was upset. I was shaken, but I was also really excited because I, that was the sign I was looking for. And so I went home that day. And actually the very first thing I did was go to the bank because I was trying to get approved for some kind of a loan or a credit card increase to sign on to work with this coach, went to the bank and they of course wanted a, a letter of employment. And I was like, well, <laughs> funny story. <laughs> <laughs> Got fired today. So can't give you that. Um, and so I, I came home and I sent an email to this coach and I said, here's the situation. I was applying to work with you and I got fired. Can we just hop on a Skype post Skype at the time, 2014. Can we hop on a Skype call? And she's like, yes, no problem. And so I ended up deciding to work with her and I went back to the bank the next day and I actually cashed out my retirement savings. And that was also a really great decision. And she gave me some incredible advice. She said, I think you should get some freelance work to sustain you while we get your business going. And I was so grateful for that advice because everywhere I was hearing leap and the net will appear, just quit your job and the net's going to appear and you'll figure it out. And I had tried that before I tried that a year earlier and it didn't work out so, so well for me. So she gave me some really great advice and I'm so, so glad I took it and I would love to say that I got fired from my job and I followed these simple 10 steps and I made six figures and boom, here we are. But it, it wasn't that simple. 
right? There was a lot of a lot of hurdles on the along the way. And so I ended up doing some freelance project management work. I was taking on, I did some VA work. I was taking on just like one week projects. I contacted um, a recruiter and he was sending me these odd jobs. And I was like, send me whatever you have. Like, I'll just take whatever you have because I'm determined not to go back to a full-time job. I'm determined to make my business work this time. And so I will just accept whatever, you know, random projects come up that you think are suitable. And so in this time I was doing, you know, it was a couple of months into doing these you know, freelance gigs. And I had followed up with a, a former employer who I absolutely loved uh, that I had worked with a few years earlier and I had reached out for a reference. And the best thing happened, she said, can you come back for a couple of weeks? We need you. She's like, it's just freelance, you know, come back for a couple of weeks. We, you know, we could so use your help. Someone just left. And I was like, just miracle after miracle kept happening. And so I went back on a freelance you know, contract basis, couple weeks at a time, kept extended it, extending it, extending it. And about five and a half months in, by this point, I had six coaching clients. And so I was doing this, you know, contract work with this company that I absolutely loved. And every day I went in and I was just so grateful to be there. It was such a different perspective, right? Because I was looking at it like they were helping me out just as much as I was helping them out. Mm-hmm. They knew I was doing my business and they were so supportive of that. And so it was a win-win for both of us. And by May 15th, 2015, so we're about five months, five and a half months into this contract, they you know, asked if I wanted to renew again. And I said, you know what? I think I'm at the place right now in my business where I can do this. And so I hadn't replaced that income yet. And I think that's where a lot of people think they have to, before they take, the leap, they have to completely replace their income. Well, that's not always possible because there's a, we have limited time, right? right? Like how many, you know, how many clients can you take on in evenings and weekends? So by this point I had six steady clients. I was, you know, working in my business on evenings, weekends. I had clients on Saturday mornings. By this point I had negotiated Wednesdays off so that I could work on my business. So I do Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday at the, at the office. And I, that's when I took the leap and it was such a different leap than I had taken previously. And it was also a different leap than getting fired. <laughs> that was more of like a kick off, the, <laughs> kick off the edge of the mountain. So I was like, I think I got this. I can do it. And by that September, so from May 15th to some, some point in September in 2015, I was fully booked. Mm-hmm. I was fully booked with one-on-one clients. And by that point I had kind of reached the, I would say a match to the salary I was making in my freelance work. And the following year is when I had my first six figure year. So, I mean, it, there was a lot of bumps in the road. And I think if you're going to be an entrepreneur, you need to be prepared for that. Mm. I really want to go back real quick to when you talked about how that coach in Australia encouraged you to just get some sort of income. And I think you hit such an important topic there because so many entrepreneurs think like, oh, only fear's holding me back and I just need to take a bigger leap of faith and then that's gonna, you know, open all the doors. But it's so important when I started like in my real estate career, I made sure I still had an income while I was building that business. And I just think that that is such a good takeaway for anybody who's listening, who's just starting out. If you're feeling like frustrated or you're feeling stressed, take any opportunity that comes to you to be able to make an income right now while you work on your dreams. Cause like Carrie just said, like it takes time. There's so many bumps in the road, but you will eventually overcome it if you just stick with it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I feel like 
there are so many directions we could go with this. <laughs> but in an effort to stay on the topic of why it's important that we invest in ourselves and that we're willing to do that, when I look back at my business, and Kara, you always did such a good job as I was going along of like gently nudging me in the right direction, um, mm-hmm. like painting the picture of why it was so important that I, don't, I didn't just take the knowledge that I had and tried to run with that on my own, but that I continued to uh, to have that that other person that was there supporting me. Um, so can you talk a little bit more about that? Like, why is it important that we are willing to invest in ourselves as business owners? Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, I'm so glad you said invest in ourselves, because I think this is a misconception also for newer entrepreneurs. They see when they invest a co- in a invest in themselves, they refer to it as investing in the coach or investing in the program. And what you're actually doing, what is way more empowering is if you view it as you're investing in yourself. The coach is there to support you and guide you and probably help you, well, not probably, absolutely help you compress your timelines because ideally they've been on a similar journey and have figured some things out so that, you know, to save you some of some of that time and some of that, you know, that pain. Um, But when you approach it from the perspective of I'm investing in myself, it puts you in the driver's seat of your own results. Mm -hmm. And something that we talk about with NLP is radical responsibility, being at cause, right? Not being at effect of your circumstances, but being at cause, which just really means you're in charge of how you respond to a situation. And I think as entrepreneurs, just as humans, we need to learn that, but especially as entrepreneurs, you you have to always be in the driver's seat of your results. You can't expect that just by way of investing in working with somebody, that in itself is gonna get your results. No, you actually have to do the work and you need to be responsible for those results. So I'm glad you phrased it in that way. And there's so many reasons to in, invest in in yourself by way of coaching, by way of you know going into some kind of training program of some sort. Like I mean, I've done all sorts of investing in myself with one-on-one coaches, masterminds, training programs, certifications, and I have always gone into it from the perspective of long game. Yes. Right. Like, how is this going to benefit me in the long game? I never go into it saying you know, if I don't get my quote unquote return on investment by the end of this container, then it was a waste or I, you know, it, I didn't get what I wanted. I always look at it like no matter what program I go into and I'm like quote unquote program because it, you know, could look different. Um, what are the golden nuggets that I'm going to take away? What is this saving me from if I had to go figure this out on my own? Mm, right. And so, yeah. And I think that's where a lot of people get tripped up with investing in themselves is they, they, they kind of have a chip on their shoulder a little bit like, well, I need this coach to prove to me that if I invest in them, that they're going to get me the results. And if you approach anything with that attitude, you're not going to get results. You're just simply not going to get results because you're not in the driver's seat. Oh, true. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we, Think of it as almost this like one-to-one, like I'm putting mm-hmm. this much money in, I better get this much money back. And that's mm-hmm. such a like close, short game perspective versus mm-hmm. having that, that larger perspective. That's so important. And do you think it's important to have still these goals when you're coming into a coaching relationship, but that you should have some room and really look at your overall growth? Because I know that I've 
seen some people who go into a program or into something and they want X, Y, Z to happen, but they're not really paying attention to the overall view of what's happening inside of their business and the progression that they're making. So what's some like mindset shifts that people can make when they go into a coaching program so that they get the best results in the end? Oh, I like that. That's a good question. Mm, I love that question. And it speaks to something I, I teach in my programs is about having the, the bigger picture goal, knowing your long game. And you're, when you're in the early stages of entrepreneurship, your long game might be one year from now, right? Like you might not be able to see like, where are you going to be five years from now? Like if I look back five, year, five years ago, it, it looks completely different. Like I would have had no idea that I'd be running an NLP coaching academy. I wasn't even trained in NLP at that point. So, I, I mean, your long game could be 10 years from now. It could be one year from now, whatever it is for you. And it, I think it's... Um, you know, dependent on where you are in your, your journey and how far ahead you can even expand your mind to think about. But also it's so important to have these short-term goals that I call milestone goals. It's like when you're going on a long trip, right? You're dry, it's like a five hour drive. And if you're going on this long trip and you don't have those markers on the highway that say, you know, well, I'm Canada, so I'm going to say kilometers, but like, <laughs> like 100 kilometers away. It's just, it feels like such a long journey. So you need to have these milestones along the way to let you know you're on the right path. So I'm huge on setting the goal because the goal is what keeps you focused at what it's what keeps you driven. And, you know, when you wake up each day, you're like motivated to achieve this goal. It's going to keep you in the driver's seat, right? It's going to literally keep you in the driver's seat of your life. But at the same time, you can't get so attached to the goal being in that timing, hmm. right? It's like you set the timing, but you also need to be available. Like maybe the timing's a little different. Maybe there's some more things you need to learn. Maybe it's just, if, if you don't reach your goal by X date and you just pack it in and say you quote unquote failed, what if you were just around the corner? What if the, you know, if you gave it one more month, you were, you were about to achieve that goal, right? So I say, set the goal, work towards it, have it be the thing that drives you, but at the same time, be flexible on the outcome and the timing. I think that's so, so important. And also not use the goal as the deciding factor if you pass or fail. I think that's where a lot of people get caught up too, right? It's just the goal is to let you know you're on the right track and to keep you motivated. Absolutely. I agree. And I feel like there's just so many external factors sometimes that can come into play when we're reaching our goals that I always adjust mine. And I think entrepreneurs need to know that that's okay to do. You can move it, adjust it and make it work for whatever's going on in your life or business. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and I remember you like a certain launch that I had where I had set a number of clients that I wanted for that specific launch that I did not hit. And I remember you telling me, you know, like, the amount of energy that you put in, I, can't, I mean, you phrased it very eloquently, but something along the lines of like, that was, that was the energy that was needed for those clients. Like you couldn't have like taken your foot off the gas and just put forth 70% effort to hit that 70% goal. You needed to put that in, in order to reach the point that you did. Um, mm -hmm. Which I thought, I mean, I always think back to that and, and still like apply that today. Um, I'm curious, where have you seen, like, what was the scariest i mean maybe it was that time when you didn't have an income and you you know sent a payment to someone in australia um but have there been other big like moments in your mind that stand out where you've like made a big investment in yourself 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so many. <laughs> Every single year. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of the scariest one. Um, I like to put myself in rooms where people are further ahead of me because mm-hmm. it really stretches me. And so in 2018, I think this was probably the, the scariest one I did. Um, I made a $25,000 investment to go into this really high level mastermind where I was, I don't want to say the underdog, but I was probably the one earning the least amount of income. And it catapulted me forward, just absolutely catapulted me forward because it was a higher level conversation. And it ended up being a really lucrative year for me. It was an incredible year because I was just, I was in a different room. I was in a different conversation. And I finally saw myself when I joined that program, I was like, oh, I'm the underdog. Like I'm the, like the little sister of the group. And by the end of the program, by the end of the year, I was like, I'm, I'm one of them. Like, I'm actually like, we're, we're at the same level. And it was just, and it was, you know, no one else was viewing me like that, but it was me stepping into that next level. And sometimes we do, I don't think all the time, it has to be this massive financial investment. But for me, I needed to have that amount of skin in the game mm-hmm. to show up at a different level. It's what stretched me. And I think that's so, so important about investing. I mean, you don't want to put yourself in a situation where, you know, you're, you're going to be homeless. Or, right. You don't want to be irresponsible. You know, yeah. You don't want to be irresponsible, but can you find that investment that's a stretch that has you seeing yourself in a different light that has you, you, you have no choice, but to level up essentially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. I know when I've made bigger investments in coaching or masterminds, I show up differently because it's like, I know that I have this in there and I need to make sure that I produce something in the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'll say even to that. So I've had a couple instances where people investing in my program, I've had two circumstances where someone else has paid for the investment for someone else. Like I'm giving this coaching program to my friend and both times the person didn't show up. <gasps> I mean, not that they didn't physically show up, but no. they didn't get what they like. They didn't show up for the 12 weeks like the people who had paid for the program themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know it's interesting because I feel like I'd feel so much pressure if somebody invested in me like that. I think it's different when you invest in yourself. Right. I think I feel like yeah. if someone else, I would have even more pressure for me. So that's so interesting that other people don't yeah. view it that way. I mean, small sample size, but, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but definitely. Yeah, because you're betting. Brain. You're betting on yourself, right? Like when you put the money in, you're betting on yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, this has been such a treat and I wish we could talk all day. Um, (laughs) um, can you tell our audience where they can find you and learn more about what you do, your Facebook group, any offerings that you have right now? Fill us in. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a free Facebook, well, they're all free, but (laughs) I have a Facebook group called Six Figure Mindset Coaches. And that is for, for coaches, entrepreneurs, consultants, wellness practitioners. We have all, all sorts of um, different coaches and mentors in that group. And in there, I do a lot of free training on sales, marketing, NLP. Um, so I definitely invite you to, to join there. And then I also have um, a, a guided visualization called the version of you who. So I'm happy to share that that link with you. Yeah, we'll definitely put it and, in the show notes. Yeah. And it's, it's an eight minute visualization to to have you step into quote unquote, the version of you who, who has already achieved this next big goal. And so I guide you through this process of 
um, adjusting what we call an NLP to submodalities, which is like the characteristics of the picture of your in your mind to make it the most compelling, the most real. So you can really step into the picture and feel the feelings of the version of you who has achieved the thing you're trying to achieve. So really powerful, short visualization um, that I think probably would tie in nicely with the conversation we've had yes, today. Yes, I love that. So after listening to this podcast episode, that's your next step. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Well, and I will say too that your Facebook group is phenomenally valuable. Like the trainings that you do in there, the coachings. I mean, sometimes I'm like, I can't believe she's doing this for free. Um, so definitely <laughs> worth getting in there and tapping into all that Kara has in her Facebook group. All right, Kara, thank you so much for being here with us and just being willing to have this conversation about why it's important that we are investing in ourselves as entrepreneurs. If you found this episode to be valuable, please take one minute to leave us a review and subscribe to our podcast and we will see you next week. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to us if you subscribe and take just 30 seconds out of your day to leave us a positive review. Come say hi over on Instagram at Purpose Powered Entrepreneurs, and you can find Lindsay at lindsay.lives.well and Ashlyn at Ashlyn Covison. <laughs>